This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. One of the challenges that causes many to not accept this truth is because humans took pen to parchment. Many use this as an excuse not to accept what is written within the Bible as truth. Here are some facts. At the latest count, there are over 5,800 Greek manuscripts. The earliest of these dates to 130 AD. Of these, there are 2% differences in any of the copies of the New Testament. In addition, there are over 18,000 copies in Armenian and Latin. However, there has been many errors found within these versions which is why we use only Greek when it comes to study the New Testament. Now there are those that do not wish to accept that only 2% of the New Testament has changed. However, this is the truth. Nearly 6,000 copies and there is barely any change to the words spoken by our Savior Jesus Christ and His chosen disciples. Part of the 2% was changing names from Jewish pronunciations to English, like Jesus instead of Yeshua. In 1611, the King James Bible was approved for distribution by the Scottish-born Presbyterian monarch of both England and Scotland. The 47 scholars that started work upon the Bible in 1604 used a large number of authenticated materials, including the works performed by William Tyndall, who had been burned at the stake in 1563 for doing what was now approved by the King of England. In addition to what is known as the formal canon of 62 books that form both the Old and New Testament, there is the quote-unquote Apocrypha. The mere fact that these writings are supported by Catholicism as well as other Orthodox Christian mentalities labels these works as suspect. Only one of these I give any credence to, and that is because it is made mention of within the book of Jude. Chapter 1, verses 14 through 15. Now Enoch, the seventh of Adam, prophesied about these men also, saying, Behold, the Lord comes with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment to on all, to convict all who are ungodly among them, for all their ungodly deeds which they have committed 
in an ungodly way and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Therefore, to me, the book of Enoch is worth looking at, but not to the point of discounting what is now known as the Bible because of these words, which I will now restate. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The King James Version of the Bible is as good as it is because of the intense studying accomplished by those 47 scholars. Why? Because they studied the Word of God. That is why it is so important that all that profess to be disciples of Christ do the same. When it comes to the Word of God and how it is accepted, there are those that only accept what is written within the King James Version of the Bible. Let me say I do not wish them ill for doing so. However, many of these just read the Bible, not study it. For there are truths that come to light when you truly study the Word of God. I will give you an example that I recently discussed in a past podcast, number 152, The Lawless. Matthew chapter 7 verses 21 through 23 Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wondrous works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. The last word in these verses is, quote-unquote, iniquity. When just reading the Bible, people encounter this word, and they may say to themselves, quote, what does this word mean, unquote. The Cambridge Dictionary says the word means this, a very wrong and unfair action or situation. However, when you study the Word of God, the word means this, lawlessness, disobedience, sin, illegality, that is, violation of the law, unrighteousness. These are two different meanings, which results in ignorance, which results in sin and the acceptance thereof. Consequently, many insist that it must only be the King James Version and no other, opening themselves up to living and staying in sin. Why? Because they are not studying the Word. They are just reading it and living off it at face value, which has led many to accept the following false teachings. On the other extreme, there are those that read the New International Version. Within this book, there are over 50 errors in what is presented within the Bible that equates to a people-pleasing message. What does the Bible say about this? Galatians 1, 
6 through 10. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want you to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you, then what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. Anything that allows sin is not of God, and that is what the NIV condones in the way things are presented within it. Accordingly, it is not the Bible, but an abomination, a corruption of the Word of God. It is on the same par as Latin translations of the Bible that were found so corrupt that they are not worthy the effort to be pursued. So those that made this will have to account for themselves when the time comes for them to stand in the presence of the great white throne. For they have turned the truth into a lie. Revelations 21.8 But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. But enough of the sidetrack. Let us return to the word, quote-unquote, iniquity. So, the Greek word, which was translated to, quote-unquote, iniquity, actually means lawlessness. Why is this important? To answer this, let us look to Luke chapter 16 verses 16 and 17 the law and the prophets were until John since that time the kingdom of God has been preached and everyone is pressing into it and it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle of the law to fail allow me to give a more modern yet accurate translation of these verses based upon the New Living Translation, which is actually not correct, which again points to the importance of studying the Word of God for ourselves. Until John the Baptist, the laws of Moses and the message of the prophets were the guides of the Jewish people, but now the good news of the Kingdom of God has been preached, and all humanity is now forced into the laws of Moses and the prophets, and it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for the smallest part of the law to fail. This is verified in Matthew chapter 5, verses 17-19. through 19. Do not think that I came to destroy the laws of the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tittle 
will by no means pass from the laws till all is fulfilled. Whoever therefore breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. This is why we must study the word of God. Each and every person that professes to being a quote-unquote Christian, for it is our responsibility to abide upon the vine that is Jesus Christ. John chapter 15, 1 through 10. I am the vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Each branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already cleaned because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branches cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abide in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so that you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. Now many will challenge what has been shown here, but that is to be expected because they wish to be the focal point in their lives, not God through Jesus Christ. But I have discussed this many times in the past. Therefore, I will move on to trying to get people to understand how having the commandments being forced upon all humanity actually works. I will do this with how Paul addressed it in Romans. Chapter 7, verse 4-25 Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law through the body of Jesus Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who has raised from the dead, that we shall bear fruit to God. For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. But now we have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter what shall we say then is the law sin certainly not on the contrary i would not have known sin except through the law for i would not have known covetedness unless the law had said you shall not covet but sin taking opportunity by the commandment produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law, 
But when the commandments came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it killed me. Therefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin, through the commandment, might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death? I thank God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, with the mind I myself serve, the law of God, but with my flesh, the law of sin. Without knowing the commandments, people sin without knowing they sin. Now through Christ's preaching we all know the commandments and so we know sin. Through Jesus Christ who gave us the word of God is life. For as long as we live in sin, we are dead. Seek salvation. Seek the only door to not only life, but eternal, everlasting life. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy. I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. And I. Sitting.